Welcome back to the Flipping the Industry podcast. We are so excited to be here. We're going to dive into some deep stuff today. We're here with Mackenzie. We're going to talk about the definition of success. And you guys, this is different for all of us, but there are a few things that I think are important to consider when you're thinking about your success, whether it's just as a stylist, as a salon owner, as your role in your household, it goes pretty deep. So I'm excited to chat here with you, Mackenzie, because you yourself have experienced a lot of success and you probably still have a lot that you want to achieve. So I want to hear more from you and your mindset on all of that. So I'm ready to deep dive into it. It'll be fun. I was thinking about just when you did that intro and success and what that word means to me. And I do feel like success is extremely personal and it's all mental too. It's all in between here and what you think about yourself and your own personal definition of success, because it can be and mean something different for everyone. This goes right into the comparison game. Like first and foremost, your definition of success is easily shaped by your perception of what others are doing. And that's yeah. hard. It definitely can be. And I think that's where you have to check yourself often, daily, mm. potentially, mm-hmm. where you go, is this what I want? Or mm. do I think I want this just because this person over here is saying that that's what it takes or that that's what made them successful? Because, and I often, we talk about this in the extension world, Because we hear these conversations about extension only. I want to be, you know, extension only. And some people resonate with that and think, yes, I would be successful if I am only doing extensions behind the chair. But if you are an artist who loves to do, you know, cutting still, you love to do just color, then you feel unsuccessful if you are listening to this narrative over here, mm. that you have to be successful to be extension only. And so that can be so damaging and it can hold you back and it can break you down and it can make you feel as though you are not successful if you are basing that off of someone else's dreams. And so I think that's, you know, climb to success. It is so personal and it has to be yours and you have to know what you want. Otherwise you will never be successful because you are trying to follow someone else's journey. And that's such a easy trap to fall into specifically with social media. We are getting the highlight reel of someone's life and very few people share the hard stuff and the rough times and not that we have to, or we should, you know, cause that's personal, like you said, but It's easy to slip into that where you start getting some imposter syndrome um, and things like that. And I think too, we often forget to figure out what it is that is going to be successful to us. Like what's the thing that resonates that, okay, once I do this, I can check that box off and I can feel like I've truly stepped into my purpose. I think a really good gauge for knowing whether you are successful or not is genuine happiness. For me, that's something that I have had to 
remind myself of over the years because from an outward perspective, I could be looked at as, you know, so successful. She, you know, we started a method, you did this, you did, you know, like the tasks are checked, the box, you know, look at all you've done. But there have been so many mornings where I wake up with massive anxiety and am mm-hmm. not happy because my life is so out of harmony. Mm-hmm. I am not in line with my purpose, like inside, inside what I really want to be doing to me, I'm not being successful. If I'm waking up and feeling that way, it doesn't matter what all of these other tasks are, you know, salon owner, da, 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 da. but are you waking up and are you happy? Are you settled? Are you in alignment with where you feel like you need to be? There cannot be a dollar amount attached to that. There cannot be an ownership of something, uh, you know, uh, either a business or a salon or a hairline. Like you can't attach those things to success because that means something different for everybody. And when those things crumble, I mean, just straight up being honest, not being negative, but if you did straight up attach your success to something so material or worldly or an accolade, when something happens to that, you have then lost everything because you've put it there. You've put all of your eggs there. I love that you put that into success is that feeling. I will say too, it comes and goes. I'm sure there are days where you're like, wow, this is great. I, I feel true peace and purpose in this, in this space. And then the next day, boom. It is very easy. Cause there is so much that you, as a business owner that you don't have control over, you are basing your success or your feelings of achievement on a lot of those things like that. I've got, I got lawsuits. I've <laughs> got all sorts of stuff where people are trying to take away everything that I have tried to build. So at the end of the day, what happens if they do, then am I no longer successful? According to, if I based it on, you know, like you said, those material achievements, then I can't base my happiness off of that. So it's really important that you look at success as a, you know, as an overarching feeling. And part of that comes with you know, what are you doing with your mind, education, you know, what leads to confidence, those kind of things that people can't take away. The economy cannot crumble, (laughs) take away knowledge that you have gained, you know, so you have to get your success on things that are going to be locked in here, locked in here, because if it's an outside achievement at any given point, that may go. And same, it's interesting that you you mentioned that with skill and that confidence, like nothing can take that away. And a lot of times when we're thinking about when we're young coming out of high school, we're thinking about what are we going to do? Some of us start hair school then, some of us start way later. What's funny about having a trade and doing a trade is they always say, it's always something you can fall back on. You'll always have it. You'll always have that skill. Same with education within our trade. You'll always have it. No matter what the economy is doing, no matter what the stylist next to you is doing, you're always going to have these skills. It's like one of the best investments. It doesn't go away. Um, of course, there's like amnesia and crazy stuff, but like it doesn't go away and you own that. Yeah. It is yours. And so once you have that, 
you have confidence. There's been a lot of talk, the fake it till you make it. It can be toxic, whatever. I like faking it till you make it. Personally, (laughs) I feel like- I agree. (laughs) It gets you there. It can get you there. Not in a sense of like not being educated in offering a service, but like in your head telling yourself like, I got this. I can figure this out. I'm going to do this. There are little things that you can wing, not services. Let's clear that up. (laughs) But there are little things you can figure out along the way. Well, I think part of that goes into that belief that if you are like appearing as your highest self, you know, or your Mm -hmm. higher self, then you will step into that. And I think that's part of that, you know, when it comes to the fake it till you make it, but you have to make sure that you're backing it up, you know, right. are backing it up with that acquiring education and knowledge. You know, I've got these cosmetology students who come into the IBE education center about once a month, we've got, you know, a local school that brings their girls in. And undoubtedly, I'm always asked the question, how can I be more confident behind the chair? When I leave cosmetology school, how am I going to be confident and successful? And my answer always goes back on educate yourself because the more educated you are, the more confident you'll feel, the more confident you feel, the more you can step into success. There is no left or right off that path. If you follow that, you will find success. I mean, look at those here within the IVE community, these platform artists who have continued their education Every time there's a class, they're like, I want it. Every time there's an opportunity, they take it. These are the artists, the salon owners, the business owners who are making well over six figures. You know, uh, years and years ago, we talked about this six-figure stylist as being like the (laughs) six, right? Like you are successful if you're a six-figure stylist. And I'm looking at these platform artists we have, all of them are well over six figures. I mean, there's a difference between making a hundred grand a year and two to three to four hundred grand a year. And the difference between that is commitment, dedication, hard work, education. That's what they all have in common. And I, I'm sure if you were to ask them their feelings of, are they successful? Probably ebb and flow. Although (laughs) they have checked every box they have done all the things, they're making the money, they they have the salon, they're growing their business. But when it goes back to that first initial question of like, what is success? That is going to be different for everybody. And as long as you realize that and own that, then I think that can really help propel you where you should be going and not just following what someone else's definition of success is. It's such a good point that you make that because a lot of times in this industry, I also feel like there's a lot of pressure to be a salon owner and not all of us are made to handle that. And so success may be in a suite. You may be a successful commission stylist, raking it in, being a platform artist as a commission stylist, just killing it. And then guess what? You get to go home and not worry about all the crap. Keep that in mind too, that it's not this graduate school, assist, go commission or go booth rent or do this. There isn't like a exact role pathway, but to be confident and to have success, like you mentioned, 
that starts with education for sure. For me personally, the past four years since I started IBE, I mean, you know, cause we're close, but it's been, it's been a whirlwind for sure. But I think the more that you can be in tune and learn about yourself, mm-hmm. the quicker you will find success. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that personally speaking, because when I jumped into IBE in 2019, I was not ready personally, emotionally, mentally to handle the whirlwind that it would be. And I have really had to do some hard work over the past four years, often forced into it because it's either, (laughs) it's either fight or flight, you know, at that point when you're up against it. But I think if you can prepare yourself and really start to know who you are, what your values are, what you're built upon, what makes you happy, because it's different for everyone. Some people it's family, some people it is the corporate ladder and that's okay. Like it, it doesn't matter what it is, but you've got to know for you what is going to make you happy and what makes you feel successful. And if you can do that before you're faced with tough decisions in your business before, then you're going to make the right decisions and you're going to sail through and you will undoubtedly be successful. But if you don't know what your definition of happiness and success is, you're going to probably take some wrong turns along the way as you are growing and it's going to be harder And I say that because that like, that's me, not me now, but that was me. A lot of these things like mindset and personal development and the work in here that has nothing to do with the industry. It has nothing to do with technique, nothing to do with business structure or how you're setting up the commission rate in your salon. It has everything to do with you identifying and being grateful in your life you figuring out how you deal with trauma, you figuring out how to deal and get through childhood limiting beliefs. Those are the things that you have to do and do the work so that you can find success quicker behind the chair. It's so true because those things will sneak in at the most unexpected moment and try to get in the way. They will. You cannot, like you can't get around it. If you haven't addressed it, it will rear its ugly head at some point in your business, because guess what? You don't address your personal life. Your personal is a reflection of your business. They are intertwined. As much as you think you can be one person in your business and a separate person in your personal, you are only fooling yourself if that's what you think. It's hard to balance that. So getting ahead of it helps you, like you said, achieve that harmony because balance is overrated balance doesn't exist it's not it's not a teeter-totter but harmony is I am okay with working 15 hours a day for the next five years of my life because I know that the other nine hours I am committed to my kids and my husband that's harmony that balance on the spectrum no I'm not equally working as much as I'm putting into you know my personal life I'm not but harmony can still be achieved even when you are grinding out in your business. Another thing that goes into success is taking advantage of now. All we have is right now, what's in front of us in the moment. If we're not seizing the opportunities we have now, it will be harder to have success later. And so some of us, it might be working those 12, 15 hour days now Mm -hmm. so that we can retire later and have 
zero change in our lifestyle. <laughs> Maybe we've made some bad decisions in our past and, and we haven't been saving for retirement and you turn around and you're 45, 50. And it's like, what am I going to do? You have what's in front of you. And sometimes you just have to make do and sometimes do what others won't <laughs> to have what others don't. And mm-hmm. that may be viewed as toxic, but I don't make the rules. So <laughs> you don't, yeah. The rules of the universe says that if, you know, a door will open to the person who is bold enough to knock on it, that's a fact. And so if you are bold enough to make those decisions, knock on the doors that make you feel uncomfortable, you don't know what's on the other side. If you knock on that door, what is actually going to be waiting there? You cannot wait until you know. And that's something I, when it comes to business, I, I jump first and then I teach myself how to swim. And that may not be right for everybody, but for me, I actually feel pretty comfortable doing that. And a lot of the decisions that I've made over the past, you know, four years in growing IBE and Goldilocks have just been because I'm confident enough in myself that I know that once I hit that water, I'm going to keep my head above. I will do whatever it takes to swim. And I know that I can do that, but I have no idea how far that jump is, how much it's going to hurt when I land, how far below I'm going to go until I come up for air. But I know that eventually I will. And I think when you stand on the edge for so long and you wait, sometimes those opportunities will pass you by. And like you said, living in the now, there's a lot of kind of sobering experiences in my personal life that I always think of that think I've only got today. I've only Mm -hmm. got, you know, tomorrow's not promised. My retirement isn't promised. None of us Mm -hmm. are. I don't know what health problems I may face or my family or my spouse. I don't know. And so I really find comfort actually in, in the now and making those decisions now. And you can only do the best that you've got. You know, it's just like, I find myself often, you know, when I'll, I'll have, you know, people be like, oh, well, I wish you would have done this back then. I wish you would have offered this with IBE or, you know, sometimes even employees. I wish we would have had these systems back then. And I'm like, sure but we were just doing the best that we could with what we had. And I'm okay with that. I can sit with that. Success isn't comfortable either. I think that's a misconception that maybe it's not something that we believe that success is comfortable, but maybe we just don't realize that it is most of the time, very uncomfortable. (laughs) Especially when you are defining success by an achievement or by a number in your bank account, because both of those things bring a lot of uncomfortable moments and a lot of stress. I've talked about this with my husband. I mean, 10 years ago, probably nobody knows this. 10 years ago, we were bankrupt. We filed for bankruptcy. We had $75 total. That was it. That's all the money we had. So I look back though, on those times we had four kids, three kids. No, we had three, three, um, one on the way. And I'm trying to raise this family, trying to raise kids. I have, we had one car through our bankruptcy. We, we were, you know, you could keep one car, um, and, and $75. And there were a lot of things about that time in our lives that were pretty freaking easy and <laughs> that were comfortable. 
actually, even though it seems, you know, and you know, you pull it apart and <laughs> absolutely sleepless nights. How are we going to feed our family? What are we doing? How are we going to keep this roof over our heads? What do we do tomorrow for food? Like that happened. Okay. Not that long ago. And then you fast forward to now. And sometimes, honestly, I'm just like, if I would have valued my feelings of happiness and success on the money in my bank account, it doesn't equate. And because there were a lot of things that I felt successful about back then, even when all that was going on, I was a good mom. My kids knew that I loved them. Me and my husband were just trying to figure things out alone. trying to figure out how we're going to, you know, keep our car and all of that. And so that just goes back to, to really that. I think when you are trying to figure out that pathway for success, you've got to figure out the inner workings of you and what matters to you, because that's not going to be the same thing that matters to you. It's not going to be the same thing that matters to you know, an extension stylist who is just killing it and offering all of these education out of her multiple salons. And she probably feels, I hope, extremely successful. I hope because that's what she wanted, but that may not be what you want. As you share that thinking the same thing that makes you feel successful now is probably the same thing that made you feel successful when you were going through those hard times. And that's crazy because the reality of your life is night and day. Completely different. I could have never imagined when we were, you know, using (laughs) government assistance to buy groceries. And I remember I had to put things away because I was to my limit. And I remember I was, (laughs) I'm like going to get emotional. I like felt so stupid because I'm there at Walmart and I have to put groceries back. And there's this whole line behind me. And there's not enough money on my car and it's not even my money. I'm just trying to feed my kids, you know, and, um, and you've got three littles. Yeah. And I'm just feeling so embarrassed, so defeated. Um, but just trying my freaking hardest, you know, and there was still so many mornings where I woke up happier than, than I had in the past couple of years. The more you have, the more you have more is more. And that comes, it's not just money, it's problems and situations and scenarios that you could never imagine. And like you said, that time was simpler, although it was more stressful. And you even may disagree that maybe that time felt stressful, but it's not the level of stress that you felt recently. So it's different. It's very different. And it is so individual. And so it's important to not look at others' lives and have assumptions or compare your own journey and where you're at right now. And it's really important to stop and look around. Do you feel like sometimes you look around and you're like, wow, I am so blessed. Like I am so immensely blessed. But then other days you think of, wow, I didn't even take notice of that. It's important to stop and take notice of what's going on currently or else you might miss it. I think that wraps into stopping to take an inventory of your emotional and mental state all of that kind of Mm -hmm. encompasses into one recognizing beauty recognizing peace having a silent moment time for thinking and we don't let ourselves do that anymore we just don't because there is always something in our hands on our phone that we can fill our time with 
the mindless scrolling, the multiple, multiple apps, checking and commenting, all of this kind of stuff. It's just, I truly think that that is what separates your average from your successful is those who take the time to take personal inventory every day. That's something that's been mentioned, you know, across every industry. Every person who has a lot of achievements has said like, you have to do this mm-hmm. or else you won't and it will be fleeting. This is so, so life-changing. Just this little excerpt. I feel like I need to go take inventory. I'm like, let me get my notepad and just like really look around my life a little bit and yeah. look at the people in my life too. Um, that's, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast. Probably that's a whole nother episode. We'll have to catch up on that one. Yeah. Because that'll have an effect on you as well. And so really realizing that the definition of success is your own. It is easier to feel that when you're confident and it's easier to be confident when you're educated and you have skills And if you follow that path line, like when you outlined that, my mind is like, that will get you there. That'll get you from A to B. Well, think about even, I mean, we were speaking about, you know, the industry, about your profession, but think about that same pathway when it comes to just educating yourself on mindset, on the things that we talked about, you know, later in this episode, when you go from, you know, that journey through education, educate yourself on Again, those things that we talked about, uh, about mindset, about emotional intelligence and awareness, those are things that you can also study and practice. And those things will lead to confidence, a whole new level of confidence, just not confidence in how you sew a row, but confidence (laughs) in how you present yourself, confidence in how you, you know, create and perform business deals, confidence in how you speak with others, how you choose to step into your days. That's a whole different level of confidence that if you combine that with, you know, your actual tools and method and industry confidence that again, average to successful, there's the jump. That's the, that's the hack. That's the cheat code guys. That's the freaking cheat code right there. Right there. And, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people, to remind you that every single day is is important. It's been found in this community time and time again. We see so many people find lifelong friends here who are able to challenge each other and remind each other and keep each other on that track and on that path. And it's interesting because a lot of them do have these moments of like, okay, what are your values? What are your you know, your non-negotiables. A lot of that, you see that in these conversations with each other and within IBE, we are so, so open to that. So if you are feeling lost, if you are feeling like you need reassurance or you just need a confidence boost, whether it's with your technique, your color skills, your cutting skills, whatever, you are in the right place because within the IBE stylist app and boost app, you can totally find that within our community support because it can get lonely on that path and it's easy to to feel that way and you that's a deep dark road that you don't want to go down so if you guys are needing 
any support, feel free to hop in the app and chat. That is a very sacred, special, vulnerable space for the IB stylist. So you can always go there with anything, but this was absolutely incredible. I feel like I learned so much in just a short amount of time um, about how to check myself really and how to take inventory of my feelings and identify that so that no matter what, nothing can take that feeling of success from me. I think more than anything, if we are feeling successful, then just the ability that we have to like inspire and influence others is just huge. When you're sitting right, like with yourself and you're feeling in that place where you are in harmony and you are feeling successful, the amount of reach that you have to be able to help others do the same is infinite. And so it's really kind of this really cool thing that you can witness and be a part of is if you do the work, then you can help others do the same. And that's like, that's like my life's mission right there. Cause I just want to see other people be able to find that same happiness and success. And again, not that I've continually found it, but I'm sure trying. Thank you so much because I know like you have so much to share from the journey that you have been on within creating and establishing IBE, Goldilocks, all of the hairlines. And we have so much just to learn from you and each other. And so thank you for coming and sharing and hanging out with us today. So good. Thanks for having me.